Welcome to the morning meeting. My name's Jimmy. His name is Matt. We are hanging out in our gaming room, which is a couch setting instead of a podcast room because they're recording something in Studio 2, I'm guessing? Studio 2 and Studio 1 both recording. Green screen room was the other option, you're gonna, I guess. I, you're going to have to talk through this one again. Tell them what I'm doing. I'm changing this camera. So Jimmy's changing the camera and... Oh, he wants less headroom than what we had. And now he's moving the camera down, which most of you can probably see. And now he's coming back. You know what I feel like? Um, Glassman, Steve, is his name Steve Glassman? Take Your Shoes Off podcast? I actually enjoy his show. Uh, I don't watch it always, but when he has a guest... He has the guests sit down, and then he just tinkers with all the cameras and is constantly getting up and sitting down. And, Do you want something to drink? And the guest is just sitting there like, what's going on? Oh, uh, that's funny. Is this the show? And I feel like I, I – I don't feel like I was just doing basically an impression of him, but not on purpose. I didn't I like mean, that shot. It had too much headroom. Yeah, that's fine. We weren't entering the top – Third. No, and I mean, I imagine that Rob crops this shot in. But okay, you were giving him room to crop. It makes sense. But that's okay. I mean, we, there's plenty of room still. And see, I set the set real nice. Joe's has this picture on the wall. And yeah, uh, I unless you have anything else to say about your day, I wanted Whoa. to rip two things real quick Steve right off Glassman. the top. Rick Glassman. Maybe Steve's his dad. Well, we're in this room because... The train was 50 minutes delayed. Yeah, I know a lot of people had troubles getting into work today. Yeah, Steve Glassman's an executive producer of the movie Lost Years. So, Okay, what are the two things you want to rip right off the top? Real quick, right off the rip, I wanted your reaction to all of uh, Mad Dog Russo's comments within the past 48 hours. He said that if the Diamondbacks win Game 6 and Game 7, he will retire. Yep. Do you buy that? On the spot. On the spot. Yeah. I mean, you can – I mean, Brett Favre has taught us you can retire and unretire as much as you want. So, you can do that. I I envy Mad Dog. I was just talking out there with a bunch of kids. I know it's cool to hate Mad Dog. I grew up with Mike and the Mad Dog when it was the heyday. And I think um, – I don't know how this is going to play out for him. I think you sent me a clip. I didn't fully watch the whole thing, but it started and he was operating a camera. And he sat down. So you probably just hate him. I envy, no, no, no. I envy his ability to do that and then just not really care and then just fake retire and unretire. And it's working. Everyone's talking about it. I can't really do that. Um, but I envy the ability to. Just like say stuff that I know people are gonna hear, like him and Tori Lavello. Like Tori said, he was good friends. Like Tori and us uh, have, like, you know, I would feel bad, um, and I would also know that I was doing something strictly for like clicks, and I was saying stuff that I didn't believe at all. Or maybe he did believe it, but like being so so hyper. Anyway, whatever. I'm, I envy his ability, and I that's the first thought. And the second thought is, Mad Dog's funny. Like him and him and um, Mike back in Mike and the Mad Dog were would legit crack me up. They were like funny. So he 
plays this loud role. He's very self-aware about it. I, I think as you get older, you morph into sometimes you don't know. Like Francesa, definitely kind of like sometimes he didn't know what was happening. Other times he did. Um, but I bet he plays off this. I bet it's funny. And I bet some young kids are going to be like, oh, he's at least he's rolling with the punches and taking it. And maybe they like him more. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I don't dislike him at all. Do you think that he cognitively thought beforehand, like, A, this is either going to be a moot point because the Phillies are going to win, or B, this means that I'm going to get a ton of listens the next two days after the Diamondbacks wins? Or did he just say, no pre-thought and just, yeah, this is nothing to me? Um, No, I, I mean, he really believed it would be crazy and the Diamondbacks stood no chance. But, like, Craig Carton did this. Said the Jets won't make the, the Jets make the playoffs. I'll walk across the Brooklyn Bridge in a speedo. What was that? It was at the Jets or the Giants, and then he did that. I just feel like this is like a kind of a shock jock radio staple. If this happens, I'll do this. We shaved my beard off and glued it onto Jake's face. Yeah, that's true. You got to do some crazy, so crazy stuff to get people's attention. That but makes... I think he truly, like, I don't think he did it. If he was to say, if the Phillies win this game, these two games, I'll do it, then you're like, well, dude, obviously yeah. you're just doing it, so you have to now play the gag up. And it wouldn't have worked. No. But people like people getting owned. I need a, Everywhere I go, I don't have a charger. Damn. And everything's dead. Because I watched a lot of cricket on the train, which was delayed. And my phone's dead. We could open that. Phone. You want me to open the door and get Sam's? Yeah, steal Sam's charger. Or yeah, I mean I could plug into my laptop, but I don't have a I don't have a cord. And now Maddie's kicked off the show. And welcome to the Jimmy Alone meeting. I'm looking at the notes Maddie took and spying because I told him I didn't check out and he said that's better. It's better for you just to react. He also said there was two things that he was gonna do off the rip, and we've only done one, so so that, that next thing that I just wanted to clear the air, because uh, last week we looked like uh, two doofuses talking about AI. Um, a lot of comments, including those from uh, R. Sanchez and BC Talk Pod, they, they informed me that a lot of people were just talking about not complete AI doing the breakdowns, just text-to-speech and... But I don't understand how that would work. Well, we have the knowledge that you don't write a script. I think a lot of people assume that you write a script and then just read the script and record. They don't realize that you're not writing a script and that you're just free-balling it throughout the breakdown and that you use the cuts to be the script. Yes, I don't write a script, so we couldn't do that. Just wanted to get that right off the bat. Yeah, we did use AI, though, to turn me into a Spanish guy. Yeah, so that the next topic that I wanted to hit on was that um, breakdowns are now in Spanish, which is exciting. Uh, for those that are interested, we're going to do all of the baseball breakdowns until we run out of site credits in the next month. Uh, I'm going to translate those into Spanish. The technology is not just a translate what Jimmy said and then put a robot voice to it some kind of technology on their end is voice cloning. It scares me. It sounds like you speaking Spanish, which is cool. And I'm, yeah, I'm sure scary. It's pretty, it's pretty freaky. Cause I don't speak Spanish. And then 
people are saying it's like a Spain version of Spanish or Mexican version of Spanish. So the Dominican uh, people are saying it's proper or whatever. No, it's a sp- Spain. Ronnie said it sounded like I was from Spain. Like it was giving me a lisp a little bit on my S's. Some people in the comments said it was bad. Other people that we know said it's pretty, like you understand it. So it's good enough if you know that this is what it is. But it is scary. Do we have analytics out yet? Have they updated? Yep, they updated. It's not the, like, no impressive numbers, nothing to write home about at this point. How do I even get into the so if place you, to see that? If you go to the back end, click on that Adolis video, uh-huh. and then go to advanced mode and analytics. And then what I was doing was uh, click that top right top left filter audio track and then type in spanish and hit apply wow 2000 views interesting so that's just people that read the comment and like switched it they didn't like send it into the spanish algorithm yet doesn't seem to be did we did we offer them a, like a spanish title yep a spanish there's a thumbnail? spanish title you cannot change the thumbnail by language you can oh. change the title okay all right. Well. So yeah, it's. I mean, if this was our complete test, I would we would not be continuing to do this because the view count on just Spanish audio is very low. Maybe it takes We're gonna, a while. It or, could take a while. We also want to give it a month and, and see like more of a sample size. So we'll see. Did you? What are your feelings about having a monk in the office? So you're talking about Luke, I assume. Yeah, my brother. I told him that he should incorporate that into his Halloween costume, the inability to talk. Be a mime? Or Red Pollard in his later years? That's a joke in reference for literally no one except me. And maybe uh, Sarah Hillebrand? Is that her name? Sarah Hillebrand? Seabiscuit author Laura Hillenbrand. So that joke was for me and Laura Hillenbrand. For those counting at home, that's the second incorrect first name of the episode. Okay. This is what Luke said after. <laughs> what did he say? You want me to read it? No. Oh, yeah, yeah. How did he spell monk there? So my brother that. hurt his throat and he can't talk. The doctor told him he's not allowed to talk for a week. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. So he came in. He's got a notepad. He's writing down stuff. Yeah. He's... I was having a conversation with him, and then he turned around to Slack response me and then turned back around to listen to me speak. Nah, he's like too into it. <laughs> he's like full blown. I didn't know where he was at with that at the beginning of the day. Cause... That's unfair. Just It's a Slack combo now. You can't, oh. you can't Slack you, and then you have to respond and turn around back to you, type. He's got to either face you and type or just slack. You, you got to be able to see his face while he's typing. He's got it plugged in. At, at the beginning of the day, I didn't know where he was at, and I still really don't. I think that he's okay if we joke about it, but when he told me what happened, I said, oh, shit, that sucks. Sorry to hear that. And then I was going to respond with, well, sorry to read that. Yeah, but he can hear. I didn't hear him say it. He just slacked it to me. But I didn't know if he was like joking about it at this point. How about my? How about Courtney? 
being such a influencer? So yeah, she's all on the LinkedIn. If you're on LinkedIn and don't follow or connect with Courtney Hirsch, you're missing out. She's basically stealing this show. Yeah, she's well. It's like be first, be best. She's she's ripping us off uh, on <laughs> her LinkedIn. Yeah, it's kinda. all it's all building JM. Uh, she's our COO, and she's like LinkedIn viral. She is saying it's helping meet brands and like make connections, which is the whole point. But no, it was a post about me. I didn't even know this was going on. You took a train selfie. Yeah, I don't know. I thought she was sending that to her parents or something. Her parents. That's from a little bit ago. It was fake. It wasn't right then and there. Well, when did she post Sheesh. this? Yesterday. Mm. I don't know. We did take the train recently, but I don't think I wore that. I don't think I've worn that hoodie in a while. Wow. Um. Yeah, no, that's. I don't have those jeans, so that's from like last winter. Breaking. Go. Not connect with Courtney. <laughs> Just kidding. Um. The the big thing that I wanted to talk to you, Luke, stop slacking me. The big thing that I wanted to talk to you was that I think that I found out why the Day in the Life video popped off. I just saw that in your notes, and it says new metric. Yeah, there's a new metric on YouTube. So go to the go to the more John Boy. Okay. Back which end. you guys are watching right now. Subscribe if you enjoy it. If you're not subscribed. We got another day in the life vlog ish video coming out yeah. soon. All right. So go to that video, go to the back end, and then go to the advanced mode analytics. Tell me when you're there. Uh, I don't, f I don't mess around in advanced mode analytics that much. Neither I do never I. did that filter drop down. You just showed me you'd get audio. I'm there though. All right. More on the r top, right? Yeah. All the way at the bottom, new and returning viewers. Holy shit. Well, I know that. We do new viewers all the time. That's not what I'm talking about. Okay. I clicked it. Nothing happened. Let me see. This is what mine looks like. This is not what mine looks like. Click it again. Mine looks like this. Views. Oh. All right. Well, here. Switch. Well, what the heck? I don't know what yours is. I... So look, what I wanted to call out was at the bottom, watch time and like the view duration from new viewers. I think that that makes a difference. Like we, there's some videos that have good click through rate, good view duration, and they don't blow up. And we're sitting here saying, what the heck? Well, it's all of our returning like core audience that's watching it. Mm -hmm. YouTube tried to push it to the new audience. And mm -hmm. if the new audience is average view duration was rock bottom, they're going to stop pushing it to new audience. And in the average, the view duration looks really good because, you know, 5,000 core audience keeps it high. Yeah. But here on this video, there were points that the view duration and watch time were like meeting one another between returning and new viewers. So I think that you, YouTube I saw figured out why I figured out why I don't have the chart. Okay. But I, that's interesting. So new, um, so it's, I don't have it. So you can, you can toggle on new. Cause I always look at, Oh, you gotta change it from, uh, that to like first, uh, last 28 days or whatever. Oh, so you can toggle and, and look at new and returning viewers and then look at their, 
Because we always look at, like, with the cricket, we get more new viewers, less returning viewers, because yes. we're branching into a new area, which is why even if the total view is down, it has value. But you can take a new viewer's, um, like, um, behavior versus a returning viewer's behavior. And I think that that's what YouTube is doing. Now, the returning viewer still watched more. And had a higher average view duration. But new viewers watched eight minutes. Interesting. And I bet if you go to like a... I, so I did... Three. Yeah, I did a test of this. and went to like a recent breakdown. The returning viewer time was like five minutes. or No, it was actually... It was the recent NFL one. So it was a long breakdown. The returning viewer's time was like seven and a half minutes. The new viewer's time was a minute and a half. So there's such a big disparity. Fuck those new viewers. I know. They're missing out. But I think that YouTube's seeing that and this saying. This is your first time watching this show on YouTube. First time on the on the channel ever. And you're still listening right now? Thanks. You're excluded yeah. from that. You're excluded. Well, let's go to let's go to like Savannah Bananas mm. on Warehouse Games. Cause that got a ton of views. Right? Yeah. And we will look at the analytics around it. it got 189 views. And I want to go new and new and returning. Last 90 days. Uh, can you only do last 28 days? Did you put the more on? I did. Let's do last 90 days. Yeah. So new viewers watched five minutes and 20. Not that long. And returning viewers watched 10 minutes and 37. So maybe uh, maybe I'm not as not as in tune, but. No, I mean, it's a cool, like, nugget you found that I didn't know about. What if we do Blitzball Battle 3? I bet, like, this is what it's going to make some of the other sports we do harder. And, and we kind of know that going in. The reason that I, I'm, I'm going to keep moving forward thinking that this means a lot is because, you know, on the back end of YouTube where they have that like video of the week. Yes. Where it's that like guy with the beard. That's like telling you, Oh, YouTube values this. Mm -hmm. This was one of the videos. That's how I figured this out. He said it in one of those videos from like a few months ago. So we thought you stumbled up onto gold, and you're saying right now, no. Possibly. Someone said, there's gold over there, Matty. Oh, I mean, isn't that what everybody is? Columbus, I mean. Columbus was just straight up accidental. Thought he was in India. So I'm better than that. Thought he landed in India. <laughs> and was so cocky about it. He was cocky. called the natives Indians. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's a cocky move. Like, how do you not land, realize there's no trade, no, like, big ports, and maybe mm. these aren't Indians? Right. And he was like, he met the locals, saw the situation, and was still like, nah, this is India. Yeah. What an idiot. So, we got Ice versus Como Captain. It's not the championship game, but the first game. New viewers, average view duration, 14 minutes, 25 Seconds. What's the returning? 14 minutes, 52. 
So, yeah, there's probably something there. So maybe, like, in our videos, every five minutes we, like, have a, like, a, like a producer tag that's, like, new viewers stick around. <laughs> <laughs> new viewers. You won't believe what's at the end of this video. Wait till you see what's coming up next, new viewers. Returning viewers. Returning Ignore viewers. That. Don't spoil it. Yeah. Don't mind that. Okay, I like that. I'll check it out more. I, I I do think it makes a big difference. And I also think that this is a high level of what YouTube is showing us still because there was a thread that I read on Twitter that said there's actually four groups that YouTube probably is grouping and we're only seeing two. Oh. But they think that there's super core audience where you know it's a small percentage of people but that are going to watch everything. Yeah. Then the people that have watched more than, you know, five of your videos before, those that have watched one, two videos, and then completely new. And YouTube's algorithm pushes in the reverse order of that. So if new viewers are eating the video up, YouTube's going to keep pushing it. Not to say that if the core viewers eat it up, that they won't push it, but YouTube is realizing that that might not be an indication of this is a good video that should be pushed. Okay. That's a thought. I like it. Lovely. We have, I, uh, we can do it. It's like another day in the life, but there's a big event video coming out where I just went to the, uh, NAB trade show. New national, probably, probably national. If it is NAB, which I'm 90% sure. Maybe it starts with a K. No, I think it's National Association of Broadcasting. So NAB trade show. Me and Mike just went. Specifically to learn about replay machines for the warehouse. And we, we it's part of the, here you have the video for like that section. I can do the rest of the day in life if you want. I started it, so I should give you the premiere of what I started. But, um... I was kind of like sneaky. I'm not very not comfortable just like filming in public. Some people knew I was filming, but I was kind of like just filming like the floor and you could hear voices or filming like, you know, I don't just like, oh, here's your face. What are you telling us, dude? So that's why I think we might have to put other stuff around the video. That's uh, fair. And you can title it whatever about the broadcast convention. Yeah. But uh, there's this company that does replay machine and they like their whole thing is they think running live is production is too expensive and they're trying to make it cheaper. Now people have no idea how expensive it is because their cheapest offer right now is 60 grand oh, and we can, and that's them making it cheaper, way cheaper. But yeah, it, it is way cheaper because you, what that 60 grand allows you to do, you would need a, it, it eliminates 15 people, which is kind of crazy, but you need 15 cameramen like the old school way to do what they're offering you would need 15 cameramen mm -hmm. and 15 replay operators which is like we mike was looking at the credits for a live college game or something some sporting event and it had 12 replay operators for the 12 cameras they're running replay on and then all those cameras have operators and what this program is, so it's eliminating all of that. It's one person can do all can do all of it. It crazy, crazy. It's called the Dreamcatcher. Uh, he did say 
that two months from now, they're supposed to come out with a even more scaled back entry level. So we'll be on the lookout for that. All right. But it would, and we ran into two things that would change your role for floorball filming. One, I want to get, it was like 7,800 bucks, which I like want to fit into the budget now. It was so cool. I probably have, you have the footage there, but it was um, a PTZ camera with a real lens. Like it looked like an actual Sony or whatever. Like it looked like that, but a little Mm -hmm. bigger. But the PTZ controller, but you don't have to use the joystick. Mm. It had a monitor and two handles, just like you were doing a tripod. So it's the same gimbal as a tripod this way, that way, zoom in, zoom out. And the, the viewfinder's right there. That's like Yankee Stadium, right? Have you ever sat behind those guys? But they have the camera in front of it. Like we could still put the PTZ up, up in the sky. Oh. So we can still put the PTZ uh, a 20, 30 feet high right. for floorball. You could still operate it like handheld, but y- it would be a remote control, and you would just be sitting anywhere. anywhere. I mean, it'd probably be well, anywhere, yeah, as long as we have connection, and you're just watching the game on the screen, and you're just going left, right, zoom in, zoom out. Uh, that was that was really cool. That is cool. Uh, my only, I'm sure. I mean, the technology is probably correct. My thought and worry there would be any bit of delay. No, it was seamless. Okay. It was called the Remote Control Services, like RCS Fluid Solution FS1, uh, something like that. Uh, that didn't come up with anything. I sat behind those Yankee Stadium guys once recently, um, this past year. Theirs is really cool with the chairs that just swivel back oh, and yeah. forth with the whole thing. And I tweeted this, so you being you know an active follower of mine probably uh-huh. saw. But uh, they, it was a Saturday game. They had college football in between innings. They would just, the camera lens, which they would normally be looking at to see what they're filming, just switches and it's college football. That's cool. Just entertain themselves between. Yeah. That's cool. Uh, the other thing that this company, different company offered, which is nuts, is they have a, a 4K, said they could do 6K shot wide of like a basketball court. That's what you're showing us, basketball court. Okay. And it's static. There's no operator. And then the players have chips on their uniforms, like microchips. And the ball is a chip. And they're using this places because this was a college game that was broadcast. Mm-hmm. And then there's a touch screen and all five players are on the court are available and the ball. And you just choose what you want to track. Mm. And you know how I keyframe and move it around or like a, a camera operator would just like always keep them center framed, find yeah. them. You just choose. I mean, It's one camera shot. Yeah, if we could do that with the ball. I don't know if that is very expensive. Like that's right. even more than the 60K. But that was nuts. That's, it's all coming back to me now. Uh, in At Villanova, I was an engineering entrepreneurship uh, minor. And that was my team's product in sophomore year. We We made a ball that, had that ability where the camera was following just the ball and you didn't have to have somebody standing there. 
the dude was kind of talking to us. Yeah, this is the guy we were talking to. He's on the YouTube video. And then we showed him some footage from the warehouse. And then he was, then he kind of was like super into it. And mm. gave us, got our car, got our number. Cause I think they look for like companies like us that could beta test stuff. Mm. And that'd be awesome if we get like the, yeah, seriously. But, uh, yeah, it's called the, uh, if anyone wants to go look it up, it's called the Everts or Everts, E V E R T Z Dreamcatcher. It was so cool. I want to show, I want to find out. I want to find the, no, they don't have it. It also could, also could like patch and bump up your frame rate. So if you wanted to show a replay in like 200 frames or whatever, but that doesn't work for baseball that much. Gets sausagey, mm. sluggish because the ball is so, you need, you need it to never stop. How they do that is they just put still images and all that. Gotcha. Um, so that's cool. That video will come out. That will come out on this channel soon. And then I had another idea for a behind-the-scenes style video for a breakdown that I'm going to do on this channel at some point. Nice. I'm excited. I just need a good breakdown. I was going to do like uh, like a walk through the sequence. So like I edited it, and then the breakdown comes out, and then at the end of the breakdown, I could say, hopefully it's a big one, I could say, if you want to see you know, how I made this, mm. There's a video, so it's like available. So like yeah, a breakdown perfect. that's going to be pretty big, but also not incredibly timely. And then, and then I I don't want to like because I did a one where I edited it out loud, but instead of like I finished the edit and then I just show you my t I walk through the timeline, right? And like yellow is replay, and this is how I did this effect. Mm -hmm. I thought about doing it on the Adolis Garcia one, but I didn't, and my timeline was kind of like messy. Mm -hmm. That was a little bit of, of a rush. Uh, yeah, because you were a tough weekend. I was sick. I snotted so much out of my nose in the bathroom earlier. I made Kyle and Jack Doyle look at it. They both didn't want today? to. Today? Today, yeah. Yeesh. I made them watch it. There was look a big bathroom holdup uh, yesterday. Why is our urinal broken? Who broke that? I don't know. But I walked in there, and there was a line waiting for the stall in the bathroom. Because there's a urinal out. I know. You're, you're a numbers guy. Three people versus two people, big difference. No, but the urinal was free. This was a poop line. Who waits in line? I won't name names. Okay. Um, that sucks for the guy pooping. No, the person that was in there enjoyed it. So is Jake? No. Okay, Kev. No. I can't name names. That's just rude. Okay. Um, all right. So I want to get through some of the questions that were last, last left on the last episode because uh, there were some good ones. First question, though, a little bit of a, a goof and a gaff. In the style of Alden's comment, Landon said, I'll let one rip. How many pennies would fit in the studio that you all are currently in? Hundred billion. Moving on. All right. I thought this was a good question, topical, and you and I have also discussed it. But Garrett asked, "Is there any chance that Jam Live will go on the Apple Podcast app?" Oh, we talked about that with Kyle today. Yes. 
The chance, yes. Um, we'll just we'll wait till it, it, it. It's basically in trial mode that is live for the public to consume as we just develop the technology, the framing, the shots, all of that as we go. Um, it's free to publish on YouTube. It's not free to publish on iTunes. So we'll just wait till it's a bit more polished. And uh, yeah, then you kind of need like a. Uh, a marketing plan to build podcast only. Cause like football today or mm-hmm. we're something we launched recently that like, it's like, Oh yeah, you need to tell people available on podcasts as well. Right. Right. Cause it, it doesn't have that algorithm that finds you that YouTube does. Yeah. I think that's valid. I think down the, down the line, that would be the ideal goal. Um, but with the caveat that it is a live show and we do want people tuning in live as well. Yeah. Um, Rene or Rene Carr asked about the mid rolls that have been going on in the jam playoff streams. Quick question about the streams. Are you guys now purposely running mid rolls during them? I've noticed quite a few of them, but don't know if it's just a YouTube thing or not. Congrats on the new deal. Saladin. Well, I don't think we can control those. We can't. We can? No, I, I said we can't, but we can either shut them off completely or... It's a on and off. It's not. We can't control the frequency. We can't. We can't pause them to not happen live. But if people rewatch the stream, we can do that. Oh, okay. But how many people are we rewatching the stream? Well, for like Blitzball Blitz, different scenario. Yeah, for Blitzball Blitz, they didn't have they they were running them, and I think people would miss pitches. Yeah. So and and it got a lot of views after the fact. Um, and BBD and we want people to come live. BBD does this for talking Yanks, talking baseball. When those shows do go live, I believe that he keeps the mid rolls off while it's live to not make somebody miss anything that you guys are saying, and then turns them on later. With the playoff streams, the amount of people that watch later is so low, especially because we're putting out a stream highlight video the following morning that it's beneficial to have those turned on even if the frequency is often while the show's going live. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that is a bummer. But the minerals, you can manage them, but not incredibly. Like, yeah, YouTube's weird. I remember at one point, or maybe still, if like our producers aren't on top of it, they just pump so many in. Yeah, we're good. People about would that always now. Com- we're good about that now, but like people would complain and be like, "Why is there so many ads?" It's like shit. That's just like when you're done and you post it and and you let them manage it. They just put a ton in. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have to go organize it yourselves. But for live, yeah, for the playoff streams, no one's rewatching those. And if you want to get whatever money, you know, you can which is we are a business. Yeah, and it's not like a game where you're going to miss. Oh, I missed the home run pitch because YouTube gave me an ad. It's, you know, it's a watch along. So I think you can leave them on there. You just hope they don't overdo it. But if we do like lot when we do live sports, we should do. Yes, agree. Um, Did we ever address the people that were so upset about us spoiling Blitzball Blitz when we go live? Uh, no. I mean, I, I understand their confusion, but there is no point 
in us attempting to go live, like like we're we're you're watching it in live time. There's no point to incentivize people to watch it afterwards, or to like, or our own our main goal is to incentivize people to watch it live. Every other tournament we do on the channel is we record live the tape and we premiere it later on, and we don't spoil those because we understand like this is. This is made for you to watch on your own convenience, your own time. We want to get into live sports because a lot of advertisers love live sports. They love if that live chat is really high. That's like very valuable to them. And if you host an event, they love that people buy tickets to watch it in live time. So when we do the one league we're going to do of the year and it's a live stream, I'm going to spoil the fuck out of it. So you think... (laughs) Shit, if I don't want this spoiled, I need to watch it live. There's no point in doing those if we are not solely focused on getting people to watch live. I fully understand that people are not going to make time for us. They don't like us that much. It's a it's a Saturday at 8 a.m. or Sunday. That was the only time we could do it. And if you can't make time and you don't, then that's fine. But like, we let you know it's going to get spoiled because we, in order to do this and to continue to grow it, we need the live chat numbers to go up and we need the attendance to go up. The views after the fact only help so much and we can get those even better doing it how we do all the other tournaments. And still there's going to be out of 10 tournaments next year, nine of them are going to be, you know, so you can watch on your own time. And the one to try and get into a new space of advertising is going to be live. And we're going to try to get people to come in and watch live. But yeah, there's a lot of people that just don't understand like the difference, which I, why would they, they're just consuming. I hope that explains it. Like our only goal of doing something live, which is a headache and a big production is to show advertisers that we can get people that will join our live show. And that is more, you know, CPMs go up, prices go up. Um, it's it's easier on the crew and there's no post-production. But it's also a crazy headache to pull a production off like that and, and flawlessly. So anyway, I hope that explains it and lets you know, like, we will be spoiling those. Because we need people to watch them live. And if the whole community is like, fuck you, dude, we don't like you enough to watch live, that's not, we like you enough to watch on our own time, then we'll just won't do them anymore. Yeah. But we'll probably try a handful more for over the next year or two before we like can it. But yeah, so that, I hope that explains it for the people uh, that are curious. I saw comments like, holy shit, they did it again. After he got so much backlash, they spoiled it again. It's like, yes. Yeah. That's what we need. That's the whole goal is to make people watch it live. Yeah. There was probably, you know, some people that were like, I don't want to get spoiled. I'll tune in. That worked. I don't want to rile, rile you up anymore. Talking about annoying hate comments. But Alice said a question for Jimmy on the next morning meeting does it annoy you when you see people on your cricket videos saying things like this sport doesn't make any sense or otherwise diminishing it when you spent so much time explaining the game in your past breakdowns 
No, I mean no. And I will say, I'm not really like, riled up against the people that that are that don't understand the live. I'm riled up by the people that like act like we don't have like a plan. Yeah, or, like yeah. we're not thought out. Yeah, like they don't know what they're doing. Like, no, we do. Uh, that's more like we put almost too much thought into things. Uh, the mm. cricket people, no. I mean, that's um, that's a really nice thing for someone to do. When they leave comments like that, like, game doesn't make any sense. It's like, uh, oh, you can ignore me, sign. And I've gotten really good at um, participating in those signs on the internet. I used to be very bad at it. Right. I'm very good at, like, if someone is just using the internet and social media to, to, to use it how majority people do it, just to, like, fucking throw out, like, dickhead comments or like uh um you know um like faint fiend ignorance or fiend arrogance because they think that's how they have to exist on the internet like uh then i just like mute the account right away especially if it's not a human name and i just like oh okay like i'd rather mute that account so i don't end up reading something else and and value it later i have we went over muted accounts on the stream the other day i have so many oh I guess soon it like, yeah. So no, I, I mean, it's cool when people enjoy it. And, but like, there's so many comments of people saying like, I understand cricket now or like, wow, this game's actually kind of cool that, 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 um, I've gotten better. I've gotten much better at, at that. There's a certain comments that still bug me. Like I, today I didn't read the talking baseball YouTube comment section and I probably just like should never, like if I could dis- disable that, those people just, whatever they, want to project onto me they will like i got told i hated the rangers and i was so upset they won and then i got told i hated the astros and then i got told i hated like whatever you want me to hate that's how you will perceive what i say on that show which is like a shitty annoying place to be so but the cricket comments it's more like whatever yeah okay all right, you didn't enjoy you. You didn't like try to understand a very simple concept, so I'm not going to try to engage with your fiended ignorance or whatever it is. Yeah, I was telling Zach earlier a comment that had bugged me, and like you, I'm nearly immune to most of them. But somebody said, "I always find it funny that when Maddie looks up GeoGuessr metadata while they're playing." As if, A, first of all, just to clear the air. I don't understand what's happening. What's GeoGuessr? Like, if I go look up, um, you know, oh, and you can see the top of the car in GeoGuessr, that means it's Kenya. That happened in the last video. Metadata. Like, this riff in the sky is Albania and Montenegro. That's metadata? Yes. Uh, that's not. That's just like you knowing the riff in the sky. I understand, but they are saying that <laughs> they're saying that I'm sitting there off screen helping us just looking. Oh, if we see a riff in the sky, I go riff in the sky, GeoGuessr. And I don't think you can call that metadata. I thought you were talking about you were toggling like the website and saying like show website oh. uh, specs and then you're oh. finding the metadata in there. Right. So what Jake and I refer to as nerd shit, the nerds refer to as metadata. Yes. Jeez. <laughs> they're deep. 
regardless like if you were of like, what you call it. You were like yellow, yellow uh, bands on the light poles. This is Taiwan. That's metadata. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. just knowing your geography. Exactly. That's what I think. Uh, you don't cheat. See, now the air is cleared. Okay. But I think that I was just annoyed because he says, whenever this does happen, as if yeah. it happens a lot. Yeah. I get that I'm not the you're fastest. Not on, you're not on screen, so they don't know what's going on. Uh, well, they can talk to Zach about that. Um, I have two more things. One of them is very quick, and then we can get out of here. Do you know you're playing in the warehouse tomorrow? No. Well, playing what? Bat and trap. It's my favorite sport. Your team. Do you want to hear your team? Sure. Your team. I don't know when this video is going to come out. I think end of the year. Oh, is, this is for a video? Yeah. Okay. Do you not want to play? No, I do, but... Your team is Sam. Okay. Mike DeLeon. Oh, we're going to win. Maddie Mass. Uh, yeah. Zach. Oh. Dre. We're winning. Rob Scirocco. Who's on the other team? Jack Sorensen. Yeah. Ronnie. Is this John a, Cox. Is this a production versus creators thing? Yep. It's crew versus players. The other team is Jimmy, Jake, Jack, Zoe, Dalton, Joe's, Rourke, Paxton, BBD. What is the sport? What is that? What does this mean? It's bat and trap, but I, I, it's a. Uh, is it old like game. baseball? Well, you know, uh, pop a pitch where you have the little T and it little boop and pops yeah. the ball up. You have to hit that ball straight. Oh, there's no pitching. And to get to get the batter out, you have to throw a ball from like the garage door and hit the strike zone. And would you rather wear a visor or a fedora? Oh, a visor. Yeah, everyone's going to want to do the visor over the fedora. How many fedoras do we have? Uh, I bought oh, a no. pack of 12. Oh, my God. And then I bought a pack of like 40 visors. Yeah, the visors by a mile. Yeah. 40 so, so visors. So because for, for Blitzball Battle 4, because the crowd is going to be empty, we have less people since we're filming on a weekday, I'm, I'm dressing the crowd up in costumes. Uh, with those? Uh, those, these, like cat, these uh, Dr. Seuss hats. Is this bad friends influenced? Uh, well, I've always wanted to do this. I okay. wanted to dress up like paper boy, like old, like uh, old timey 1890s Popper. athletes, like baggy suits, oh. like those old golf outfits, but okay. that's expensive. So I just went on Amazon and did like party hats, pack of eight. They have all the colors of the franchise uh, leagues. Oh, uh, that one is very We Got Ice in the front. Yeah. Uh, and then I was sending Sam a bunch of stuff last night. Like, look at this. Capes and masks in every color of the team. So I yeah. think the crowd will always be in a different outfit. Oh. These, these uh, whatever hats those are called. Bucket. Bucket hats. Top hats, every color of every team. And then nylon uh, fishnet gloves. I think, like, came back. Someone wear those with batting gloves. No way somebody wore those before. No, but they will now. Yeah, sure. That's funny. Yeah. Um, uh, so we're going to take you down. Okay. I mean, so it's just a hitting competition and throwing strikes? Yeah, there's a lot of mental warfare going on. I'm not worried about that. And you're going to be wearing a fedora. We have Zach. What are you talking about? Mental warfare. And mental warfare. And you're wearing a fedora. That so doesn't you're bother you're going to feel me. dumb. I, I, I'll feel dumb about the fedora, sure, but... okay. All right, these last two things. This first one's really quick. <laughs> Grapes Geek asked, okay. uh, you ever try to use a ball mouse? 
No, I think that's just like we got too many too many PC people in the world like you. Ball mouse. No, I'm not anymore. Someone did say that that like Mac trackpads are good if I people have not used a Mac laptop. And then I thought about some of my dad's company laptops that weren't Macs, and the trackpads are fucking awful. Like yeah, you swipe bad. a million times. So yeah. I was like, oh, that makes sense if they think that like the trackpad is of that elk. Yes. Um, I haven't used a mouse in, in, in 15 years, so I haven't used a ball mouse. I mean, the ball mouse, right? There's one at the warehouse in that studio. You never even touched it. Mm-mm. It's terrible. I know Mike likes it. Oh, but, I oh use a mouse God. when we do GeoGuessr. But actually, Jake uses the mouse. Jake I'm the uses keyboard the mouse. Guy. Yeah. We're talking ball mouse, you know. Yeah. I don't think that would work. It's too sloppy. I just need left, right. Two swipe, left. Two swipe, three finger, left, right. Left, right. Like flipping a magazine like crazy. The last thing that I wanted to talk on was we had a last thing. There's a Friday all hands meeting. I all just wanted meeting. your thoughts on Sarah has meeting. Sarah has rebranded them to all feet meetings. Okay. Frogs don't have hands. That's fair and all, but I just want you to know that that wasn't decided before the last one. No. So that was an all hands meeting and moving forward the rebrand is in a an in all place. feet meeting, yeah. What is your question? <laughs> How'd you feel about it? Good. Um, but I know all that stuff. I hope like the employees feel good. Uh, Courtney ran point on a lot of it. I did a content update kind of like, but I felt like what I said, we had talked about a lot already, but see, the problem is I talk in so many different little circles that I, someone in that crowd had probably never heard me uh, share my thoughts on that when, but maybe majority have, and that's the tough thing about. Kind of like any company, I guess, but like, you know, I'm in a ton of meetings and I, I'm an open book if you're in my wake, basically. Mm -hmm. Like I don't, I don't keep things from people that I'm surrounded by me. So I end up saying something 15 times because there's always like, oh, a new person now is in around me, but there's some people that they don't exist in my wake. They're not on content or production. So then, like, that would be their first time ever hearing me share my thoughts. I always forget that because I feel like I've said this so many times to you guys. And then it's like, oh, well, not everyone. But how did you think the meeting went, I guess? I, I, I'm i a little, like, too close to those. No, yeah, I think that it went well. Um, I Maybe we'll wrap up here because it's been a positive as of late. But I, I did appreciate the visual. And Sarah got her, her shout-outs, and she's well-deserving of those. Um, I appreciated the visual of the merch. Oh, that's cool. Chinese thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Can you speak to the, just the thought process behind like the quick shirt being first and then being the best after that? Yeah. We, uh, the merch world is wild and the internet is crazy. And we had slowly, we had like gotten out of the, the, um, the, like the quick shirt, the first to market shirt, which is, uh, was the only merch strategy we had for a while. Like CC Sabathia, that's for you bit shirts or savages in the box shirts or trash rows. 
trying to think of some of our best sellers. Joe Kelly versus the world. Cluebot. Um, Cluebot. Rodon toe hitter. Those were all shirts where like something happened and we were the first kind of like on Twitter and on the social medias to like say like here we made a shirt about this. And we're with MLBPA now. They have to approve of shirts, so we started scrapping the quick shirt and doing all the MLBPA ones. And I I had talked to the merch department and, and all that and shared my thoughts on why I think it's valuable to throw up one quick that even though it might not be the best, it might not be MLBPA approved, but that there that's first to market is always a, a, uh, there's just a ton of value there in multiple ways. Like the tweet's going to do well. So like our first attaboy, it was an attaboy shirt, not MLBPA, no likeness, just attaboy for the Phillies after the Harper's second homer or whatever. And mm-hmm. we were the first to get it up. That tweet did like crazy, like tons of retweets, tons of engagement, like, big numbers for a, a shirt, for like a store link. Majority of those are people being like, oh, Doug's going to buy this. And meanwhile, it's our bestseller in like forever. But majority of people quote tweeting it saying like, if you buy this, you're so lame. And then they're sharing our store link for us. And that's nice. Uh, and then, so we were first to market, and there's a huge spike in, in, in merch store revenue, like right day, then. Best day of the year. Yeah, best day of the year, huge spike. So the va- there's value, obviously, like first one people see, they want to be part of the moment, part of the memory, they, they buy it. It's uh, valuable because it is content. It's a viral tweet for us in itself. Even if people aren't purchasing it, they're sharing. It's like a good social post. Um and it shares the link to the store. Even if people don't buy that shirt, we see a lot of traffic on other shirts in that window of people going to the store. So so that's one of our um, seven like company mantras, company, what are they called? The company uh, values. Values. Values is uh, be the first or be the best. So yeah. it's like, all right, if we were to miss that window – and we weren't the first and a bunch of other places got theirs up, then then it's like, pause, we weren't the first, let's go be the best. Let's go make the best uh, Phillies, attaboy, Harper shirt, get it MLBPA approved, and put it up there. And we missed the first way, but we're the best. But in this instance, what Sarah was able to do and why we shouted out, she did both. She was the, she was the first, or we were the first. It was a big team effort. Mm-hmm. And then it's still such a big moment. Like now let's put up an awesome one. And I didn't scour all the other shirts at all the other companies, but so I don't know. We were the best. I'm not trying to knock any other designers out there or like eat or, or you know, like uh, smell our own farts too much, but we put out, then we put out a, like a legit awesome shirt. MLBPA approved the next day. That tweet doesn't get any like love as far as retweets and posts, but the shirt still sells really well. So, and I was able to attach them to a breakdown. So there's this huge spike because we're first in, in store revenue. And then there's a mini spike when the game ends and we use it on the final um, final tweet of the game, like final score tweet. And then there's a, a little spike when we drop the MLBPA approved uh, shirt. And then there's a bookend giant spike when I attach it to the breakdown. And it's a really cool graphic, and it's a really it's really cool because it shows that that thing be be the first or be the best or be both is the full value. Yeah, we were both right there, 
And, you know, there's times where you can be the first and jump on a wave and have fun and be part of, like, something that's viral and silly and then not do, like, a crazy one, like the Taylor Swift shirt that you came up with that we sold a lot of. Yeah, crazy. Uh, a crazy amount of, yeah. Yeah, the merch world is weird because, like, on Twitter, it's just going to be, like, four people replying, who would buy this? <laughs> uh, because no one, like, clicks the link, buys it, and then goes back the tree and, like, I bought this. I bought this. Uh, some but, people do, though. Yeah, like, yeah, but whatever. Like, people buy shirts, but it's, like, it's so, yeah. so popular shit on merch. So popular shit on everything. That stinks. Get into your 30s and have kids and, like, start, like, uh, looking at life through a different lens. Everybody should comment first on this video and then later think about your best comment. I love the people that comment first on breakdowns and videos. Yeah, it's cool. It means they, they subscribe. It means they have notifications on. The bell rings, and they want to engage right away. I think, like, and they might not have anything to add because they didn't watch anything. But, man, they're helping the algorithm, and they're, they're, mm. they're like, fucking, you know, I don't know a good metaphor right now, but they're, like, the first engine. They're, like, the first, like, uh, rev of a motorcycle. Mm-hmm. Like you publish it, and then all those people come in like first, 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 first. That's like vroom, 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 mm-hmm. and they're helping take off. So I I used to try and be in there when I would I would be the one that hit publish on YouTube. I used to try and be in there and interact with like crushed it or like good job or mm-hmm. if like one of those first twenty people like asked a question like be in there and chat. But since I don't hit publish anymore, I don't fully know when they're going out. I, I don't do that anymore. But yeah, those. Those people like people like to make fun of those too. Oh, you're such a loser. Okay. They're awesome. They're like supporting something they like, which is a cool thing to do. I like Jeffrey Martin and the great cricketer and um, Ken Burns documentaries. So I have a great cricketer sweatshirt and I'm going to make a video about Jeffrey Martin's album. Have you worn it? Yeah. I think it just says TGC can't picture it and i don't know how you would support pbs you just donate i guess i just have to fucking donate they killed all the buffalo that's the most current ken burns documentary on the buffalo it's just crazy yeah they killed all of them pbs pbs public broadcasting suck fest they killed all the buffalo no the whites oh my god yeah uh isn't that not in a hundred years they just killed all the buffalo? They're like for ten thousand years the natives and the buffalo ex- coexisted in peace and needed each other to survive. And they were not only the buffalo didn't provide just every physical piece of everything. Like the buffalo provided the teepee was made from their hide and their combs were made from the brush and their food was the meat and their uh, shoes were the fucking hide and the hairbrush and the pots were the bones and the hip bone was this. And for 10,000 years they coexisted and then the white man came and killed all the buffalo, which in turn led to the demise of all the natives. Fuck! Yeah, that's some that's some sorrow shit to end the show. Yeah. 
Thanks for watching. Let's go, Buffalo.